Buying a home can feel like navigating uncharted waters. Redfin agents can help. They'll answer your questions with honest advice so you know exactly what you're getting into. They'll also help you tour as many homes as you want and show you what it takes to make a winning offer. With a Redfin agent on your side, you can sail straight to your dream home. Local expertise from Redfin. That's real estate done right. Tour subject to property and agent availability. Virginia Office Falls Church, VA. 844-759-7732. Woman, don't you know with you I'm born again. It's 8 a.m. and you're listening to KIOF-LP, 97.9 FM, Las Vegas. This is Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience, in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. A ceasefire started in Gaza after intense fighting between Israel and militants. Palestinian sources say a family of eight was killed in an Israeli airstrike on Gaza before fighting was paused. Israel says over 20 of the more than 32 deaths since violence broke out were of militants. The fighting was triggered by Israel's killing of a militant leader in an airstrike. Germany's avoided a technical recession as the latest GDP figures show a slight growth of 0.1% for the third quarter. But there are concerns the country's economy is still struggling because of the US-China trade war and slowing global trade. Sarah Walton reports from Frankfurt. Germany's gross domestic product had been predicted to fall for a second successive quarter. But initial figures from the country's Federal Statistical Office show the economy grew by 0.1% from July to October. An increase in industrial orders reported earlier this month had prompted speculation the country would avoid a recession. But as a country which relies on exports to make money, it has been affected by the trade war between the United States and China, which are two important markets for Germany. Analysts are also blaming a slow global economy and uncertainty for European trade because of Brexit. Germany's economy minister, Peter Altemeyer, responded to the new GDP figures, saying German growth numbers are still too weak. I'm Sarah Walton in Frankfurt. Whilst conditions have improved temporarily for firefighters on Australia's east coast, authorities say a fourth body has been found. Arthur Stevens reports. The body of the 58-year-old man was found near Kempsey, over 400 kilometres north of Sydney, days after a fire roared through the area. More than 120 fires are still burning in the states of New South Wales and Queensland, whilst crews are still battling over 120 fires. But locals more than 4,000 kilometres away in Western Australia have also been warned of extremely dangerous fire weather conditions. Meanwhile, police have charged the 16-year-old boy after he allegedly lit a fire that destroyed 14 homes at Yapoon on Queensland's central coast. And fire chiefs have warned Australians that summer is still ahead after they expressed their alarm at the scale and severity of the spring bushfires. Arthur Stevens, Melbourne. There are warnings of a risk to life in northern England as already flooded areas receive more rain. Around 200 army personnel are in South Yorkshire helping flood recovery efforts. Hundreds of people have been evacuated from their homes. Part of England's East Midlands and Yorkshire regions have been battling floodwaters since last week. Elizabeth Baines reports from the village of Fishlake in Doncaster. 
People here in South Yorkshire are bracing for more rain. Yellow warnings being issued and because the ground here is still so waterlogged, there is a risk to life. I've struggled to get into Fish Lake already this morning because the roads are still cut off nearly a week since heavy rain pummeled the region. I can see carpets have been ripped up and a lifetime of possessions are just covered in mud. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. The A to Z of impeachment. Letter M is for Mulvaney. Mick Mulvaney is President Trump's acting chief of staff. And several weeks ago, he waded straight into the impeachment scandal by casually telling reporters at the White House that, yes, President Trump had demanded that the Ukrainians investigate the Democrats in exchange for suspended U.S. military assistance. You just described is a quid pro quo. It is funding will not flow unless the investigation happened as well. We, we, do, we do that all the time with foreign policy. Hours later, a furious President Trump ordered Mr Mulvaney to deny saying what he had plainly said. But then a former White House official told investigators Mr Mulvaney was explicitly involved in telling the Ukrainians that they were required to investigate the Democrats. Last Friday, the President ordered his chief of staff not to show up for questioning on Capitol Hill, but then oddly said he had no objection to the idea. I'd love to have Mick go up, frankly. I think it'd do great. What I don't like is when they put all these people that I never met before. The president, of course, has met them and did appoint them, just like Mick Mulvaney, the acting chief of staff, who still has a story to tell. Tomorrow, the letter it stands for Nervous Nancy, as President Trump insists on calling her, in the A to Z of impeachment. FSN is an independent source of news for TV, radio and digital networks worldwide. You can find more of our minute-by-minute -minute updates on Twitter. Follow us there at Feature Story. And we have a wealth of audio and video stories from our global news bureaus on Facebook. You can find us there by following Feature Story News. Stay tuned for further updates right here. But for now, that is the latest Feature Story News. From London, Ollie Barrett reporting. Magic FM in Las Vegas. Where stars are made and played. played, played, played. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The Sports Angle can be heard Monday through Friday, from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. American Business Trust Company. Good morning, Las Vegas. Welcome to KIOF 97.9 FM. You're listening to The Sports Angle with Rocco Kelly. And now, here's your host, Rocco Kelly. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. The Seattle Seahawks. Now, they have had a very eventful week. 
not just the fact that they on Monday beat the undefeated San Francisco 49ers and now are just a half a game back in their division in what is really one of the best divisions in the NFL from top to bottom. But also, there was a story that came out of the organization that I believe owners should take notes on. Seattle Seahawks owner lent her private plane to Seattle Seahawks wide receiver Tyler Lockett after he got injured during their recent game against the San Francisco 49ers because, and quote, they did not want to risk Tyler Lockett getting any more injuries by traveling with the team. So she lent him her private plane. Now, I want to ask everyone who's listening, and since we're in Las Vegas, some people might relate to this. You never know. But if your boss lent you a private plane, her private plane, would you would you be humble and take it, or would you do the courtesy thing and say, no, I'm going to travel with the team? I'm going to travel no with way. the organization. Private plane all day, man. So here's the thing. There's a certain type of personality out there that really like to take care of people. So, you know, when you like right. go to their house and they're like, hey, can I get you something to drink? Are you hungry? That kind of thing. It is actually more rude to deny that request when someone says, hey, here's a gift. It's more rude to deny that than it is to actually take it. So if they said, here you go, here's a private jet, um, why don't you sit down, relax, put your feet up, that kind of thing. Because what you're going to end up doing if you don't take it is you're going to ruin it for the next guy. Someone turns right. around and says, here's my private plane to go, no, it's cool, Mr. Bourgeois. I don't want anything that you've got over here. Um, they're not going to offer it to the next person. So take something that's offered to you. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth and ride in a, pri a private plane. Come on now. Well, the reason why I started it with the humble factor is because, you know, you have to understand that, you know, you can't just get on the plane and act like an absolute moron. You have to have some class, obviously. But what I understand is that with him being injured, they probably did it as a precaution but, hey, if your precaution is to fly on the owner's private jet, and more importantly, the fact that because we're injured, you, you know there is probably a massage parlor on that private jet. <laughs> if not a, uh, a masseuse. Oh, yeah, a masseuse, absolutely. Now, interesting enough, this isn't the first time the Allen family, who owns the Seattle Seahawks, have done this. Because earlier this year, when Jadavion Clowney got traded from the Houston Texans to the Seattle Seahawks, they picked him up on the owner's private jet. So it's not like this is a one-time occurrence. The reason I'm bringing this up is because you rarely ever hear a owner of a team letting their private jet, their private plane, sometimes their private limo, depending on who they are, 
and letting their players use it. You don't hear this that often. Every once in a while, you'll hear a story like this. But what I want to get to is that should there be more stories or should there be more times that a owner should allow the players or, more importantly, the staff of the team that he owns or she owns to use their private limo, their private plane, their private suite. If they get injured, they have to go to the game. Like, should this be a theme that should be adapted more when it comes to the owners? You've you've had a couple jobs out in the world there, Rock. I know you have. Yes. Isn't it nice when your boss comes in with donuts or possibly comes in and says, hey, Friday, we've got a pizza party. I really appreciate the hard work that you guys are doing. I really appreciate the um, I really appreciate the money that you're making me, the multi millions of dollars that you're making me. Um, here's a couple donuts. That's what these that's what these owners essentially uh, essentially are equating that to. They yeah they know that they can pick up a, a twelve dollar dozen of donuts and come in. That, that but. What? How do you? How do you treat multi-millionaires to something? You don't bring in donuts and coffee. You don't throw a pizza no. party on Friday. You say, no, you "Hey guys, them, you, I'll tell you yeah, what. You let let's them have use our limo. exactly. Let's have a party in the in the uh, in the air. Let me uh, yeah. let me send over my private driver, and uh, and let's make sure there's a bunch of grape soda and jelly beans yeah. in there for you." You know what I mean? Exactly. Like that—that's the type of thing. You, you, everybody likes their boss to kind of show that hey, they appreciate you. So right. the equivalent to the multi-million-dollar box of donuts or bagels and schmear is ride in my private jet. I know you guys are probably you, you make enough money to have your own private jet. You make millions of dollars. You could probably own your own private jet. And you could probably go out and buy your own donuts, too. But me, as a nice owner and a nice boss, I want to make sure that you're taken care of. That's what I think this is. Right. But it should be done more often, though. Like I said, every once in a while you hear stories like this. But most owners that are freaking billionaires, you rarely ever hear them. You don't really hear Jerry Jones that often letting anybody – use his private suite at uh, AT&T Stadium in Dallas. Well, Jerry Jones Jerry Jones takes the word private very seriously. So yes, he may have so he may have like a um, a team jet. Um, that's that's for for that, like an individual one. He may have something that's already built into the system. But that's the issue. He's he's not going out of his way to help his team and help his employees. It's very similar to New England Patriots. Robert Kraft bought them their own private Boeing plane. I don't know the numbers, but it was a Boeing plane. It has the Patriots logo on the side of it. And he bought it just for the team. So there you go. That's what we're talking about. Now... 
the been thinking about McDonald's all day can't get it off my mind I can already taste it Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal there's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. We're going to go to break here on the Sports Angle. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this. Las Vegas Public Radio Station, KIOF 97.9 FM, is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The Sports Angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello. T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide. I should know just what to say. And you know just what to do. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show, listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOF LP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop, ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff. On the next Seems Like Old Times, our countdown year will also be our showcase feature. And we're heading back to the middle of November 1948. So as always, we'll have the top 10 countdown, but lots of other records that made up the soundtrack of November of 48. So come on by and join us as we listen to the memories on the next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas.com, American Business Trust Company.
Whether you take a plane, a train, or an automobile, you're listening to The Sports Angle with Rocco Kelly. Find more about the show at thesportsangle.com and follow the show at The Sports Angle on Twitter. Find out more information, Facebook slash The Sports Angle Radio. And now, here's your host, Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio. And follow the show at The Sports Angle Radio. Now, look, we have heard about the owners, and obviously a private jet is more than a couple of boxes of Dunkin' Donuts. By the way, Dunkin' Donuts, you now owe us money. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> the next crop of NFL free agents. You know, there's going to be a handful of players that are going to be very important, and they're going to get paid next year. Now, what I want to do, a couple of players that come to my mind that they're in a crossroads because they have done good some some of the time, and then there are certain instances where they're a complete ghost and you can't find them on the field. So I'm going to play a game with you. It's kind of like we're here at the casinos in Las Vegas. We're going to do heads or tails. All right? What are the odds that a team is going to pay them the big bucks next year? That's the game we're going to play on the sports angle. Now, what I'm going to start out with is quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. Now, he is one of the high-value quarterbacks next year for the New Orleans Saints. And he did excellent in the replacement role when Drew Brees got injured. Now, you have to understand that, that Teddy Bridgewater has dealt with injuries in his career. He was a first-round pick a couple of years ago. He's been in the league for five years now. And with him having limited action the last couple of years, especially with the New Orleans Saints, who he really has revived his career with in a limited capacity, next year when he hits the free agency market, do you – pick up Teddy Bridgewater, and at what cost do you go and get him that contract? Do you give him a highest-paid backup slash medium-role starter? Is that what you're going to pay him? Or are you going to give him the big bucks? Let's just say you're the Tennessee Titans, because that's the first team that popped into my mind. If you're the Titans, do you pay Teddy Bridgewater all the money, or do you give him a Ryan Tannehill type of deal where he would get paid handsomely as a backup, but he would be on the lower tier as a starter. Because you have to understand that Teddy Bridgewater, he has had playoff experience. He did lead the Minnesota Vikings to a playoff series back in 2015 before all of the chaos took off, him getting that concussion, him sitting out a year because he had to get injured. Sam Bradford took his place, and then the Vikings went to the NFC Championship game. They did, they let him go. He went to the New Orleans Saints, and he's been there for the last two years. So 
what you have to factor in with Teddy Bridgewater, and Sonar, Sonar, if you have any thoughts on this, you can jump in at any moment. With Teddy Bridgewater, would you pay him the big bucks, or would you make him a backup slash starter role for one of these teams that's looking for a quarterback? I think I'd go backup, man. The The resume that you just listed off is – Pretty much textbook clipboard holder backup quarterback. Um, it, enough experience to still kind of um, teach whoever is the starter, who's probably going to be younger. And you know what? There's right. nothing wrong with being a backup quarterback. Heck, we all have them in our fantasy teams. Yes, we all do. But he's only been in the league for five years. It's not like he has been a journeyman who's been in the league for 10-plus years. If that was the case, then I would understand. But the other but thing he's is he's been – Yeah, the, the thing is is he's not – he, he didn't start out a clipboard holder. That's the thing. That's the difference. He's coming back. So he's able to still step into that starter position, and he can step over there easily. He's not like Carr – who's held a clipboard for practically a decade. It, he's one of those people that he he's fluid in that position, but I think he's the best as being a backup. You always want a in in between kind of not necessarily a starter in there as your backup because you don't want somebody coming in cold. That means at the flip of a switch, at the snap of an ankle, he can jump in and start actually scoring some touchdowns. So are you paying him the $5 million per year to be the highest paid backup? I think so, because he's he's not necessarily a backup. He's your second starter with with the way that that works. And now he's, yes, you can call that a backup, semantics aside. What I'm saying is that he is interchangeable with any other person that you're going to put in that starting position. So pay him that because before you know it, you may have to swap him out halfway through the season. And now he is a starter. And now he did stay with you because he got that pseudo starter uh, paycheck. So we focus on Teddy Bridgewater. And and the quarterback is the most important position on the field. That's why they get paid the most money. However, if you shift, from the quarterback to the running game. The Titans conveniently actually have the best running back that's going to hit free agency, and that is Derrick Henry. Now, he's only been there for three years, but ever since coming from Alabama, he has been a consistent top 10 running back in the NFL. But top 10 running backs don't get paid as much as quarterbacks do, obviously. So Derrick Henry being with the Tennessee Titans, will he get a big payday? And by big payday, I mean around the you know, $8 million range for a running back. Will he get that, or will he just get the usual 4 $5 million that a young running back gets at this point in his career? Man, unless someone is selling jerseys like hotcakes for you, you're probably not going to get that higher end. That's the issue, is it's no longer just about the game. It's also about the merchandise that comes along with it. 
And if you're not out it's there making the marketing, too. exactly, if you're not out there making a name for yourself and your team, I don't think anybody's going to throw an extra two, three million dollars at you because they're not getting that back. That's the rule of thumb. You need to be making at least three times what you're paying out to somebody. So if you're not actually making that money back, you're probably not going to get the uh, uh, the glamorous dollar sign. Right. Well, with running backs, that you bring up a great point because the popularity and the success of a running back is very slim to none. I mean, David Johnson was a number one running back in the NFL for exactly one year, and that was it. Like he literally shot up to the school to the sky. He was the number one pick in fantasy football for one year. He looked like a bona fide star, and then. Exactly. You don't hear about him. You don't hear about him. That's the thing. So if you are a tried and true running back, you pick up your three and a half yards every single time you touch the ball and then turn around and get beat out in price wise and in drafting to somebody who makes big plays, but maybe only averages your two and a half. They'll average another yard under you, but they are making at least one giant play every single game, that's going to be the difference right there. That person who's only averaging the two and a half will more than likely make more money because their their performance may be less, they're still pretty average, but they're not making those big plays. They're not making the, the, the people get their butts out of their seats and stand up and scream and go out there and buy the jerseys. Right. And in the modern day NFL, there's really only two running backs that do that. And that's Ezekiel Elliott from Dallas and Christian McCaffrey from Carolina. And they're, they're really going to get paid only... more than everyone else. Exactly. And when we're talking about popularity in jersey sales and marketing, for anybody who's a New Orleans Saints fan, apologize for bringing up old wounds. But Reggie Bush and Mark Ingram, they were two running backs that they came out of college. They were Heisman Trophy winners. They get drafted by the Saints, and they have an okay career. They're not top of the NFL, but they're decent. They're decent starters. But that's not what you get when you when you draft a Heisman Trophy winner in the first round. So Saints fans, sorry for bringing that up and bringing, bringing it back, but that's a comparison similar to Derrick Henry because he won a Heisman Trophy as well. So, so – So what we understand about running backs, if you have the popularity, but if you have the merchandise sales and you have the marketing on your side and you can play football as well, you're going to be one of the highest paid. Derrick Henry, I don't know if he's going to be the $8 million mark next year, but we're going to go to break on the sports angle. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this. Uh, been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 
the been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. First official arts, culture, and tourist station. Magic 97.9. Las Vegas Public Radio Station KIOF 97.9 FM is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up to the minute information from the city of Las Vegas. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Cali brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The Sports Angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello. T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide. I should know just what to say. And you know just what to do. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean from The Paul and Dean Show. Listen to The Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOF LP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop, ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff. On the next Seems Like Old Times, our countdown year will also be our showcase feature. And we're heading back to the middle of November 1948. So as always, we'll have the top 10 countdown, but lots of other records that made up the soundtrack of November of 48. So come on by and join us as we listen to the memories on the next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. American Business Trust Company.
Welcome back to KIOF 97.9, Las Vegas Public Radio. You're listening to The Sports Angle with Rocco Kelly. And now, here's your host, Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Now, having an enemy or having a rivalry in sports is very key. However, and uh, Vegas Mike, yes, there is a lot of hot commodities on the defensive side. Shaq Barrett, uh, linebacker for the Buccaneers, Davion Clowney from the Seattle Seahawks. But let's get into the rivalries. And it's not just the NFL. Every sport that you have there is at least two teams that universally hate each other, right? They can't stand one another. They can't be in the same room. That's how deep and how cutthroat the rivalry is. Now, now since we're in Las Vegas on KIOF 97.9, Las Vegas Public Radio, now the Vegas Golden Knights, we are – pretty sure what the rivalry is for anyone who's driving to work right now. I mean, the San Jose Sharks, with them in the whole playoff last year, all of the fights and the intensity, we know it's the San Jose Sharks for the Golden Knights. But what about the Vegas Raiders? Because you could just say that the rivalries are going to stay the same. Their AFC West opponents are going to keep their rivalries alive. However, if the London Chargers become a reality, they would lose that Chargers versus Raiders rivalry. And with the Oakland Raiders, you have to understand that their rivalry with the Pittsburgh Steelers back in the day was one of the biggest rivalries and one of the biggest successful marketing the NFL ever had back in the 70s and 80s. It was huge. You could not see the Raiders and the Steelers. That was a matchup that you sat on your couch and you watched. And I wasn't even born yet, and I even know that. <laughs> so with the Vegas Raiders in 2020, will there be a new rivalry forming, or will the same rivalries the Raiders have continue the tradition once they make it to Allegiant Stadium and they stay in Vegas for the next couple of decades? I'll tell you what, Rock, follow my logic. Are you ready? All right, I'll follow. Uh, let's look at points on the planet. So right now, um, the Chargers and the Raiders, uh, rivalry for location, right? They're the closest. Right. That's that's why they do it. I mean, you can you can travel down. What's, what's the highway down in California that you can essentially uh, hit the two of them? But either way, it's that Somebody. West Coast. Yeah, it's well, let's call it the Pacific Coast Trail rivalry, just because that's the only thing I know that connects the top and bottom. So now look at it the other way. They're on other ends of the coast. Now look at them as being other ends of the planet. <laughs> now you've got California draw almost all the way around the planet, and you're looking at London. So now we've got hemispheres fighting each other. The rivalry right. for the world. 
Well, I well that would be an interesting rivalry to watch, but with the geographic location, you know, you had San Diego and then you had Oakland. I mean, really the only closest team that was really connected to the Raiders was the San Francisco 49ers, but they're not even in the same division. They're in one's in the AFC and one's in the NFC. So you didn't really have the huge rivalry there because they weren't in the same place. It wasn't like the Steelers and the Raiders because they were both in the AFC. They might be in the separate divisions, but they were in the same conference. The Houston Texans and the Oakland Raiders, surprisingly, over the last couple of years, for anyone who's watched their games, have had a decent up-and-coming rivalry. And if you listen back to my show last week, I mentioned that if the Chargers went to London, they would go to the East Division, and the Texans would go from the South to the West, and that rivalry with the Raiders and the Texans could be more deeper which would be great for the NFL. But with Vegas, I want to get back to Vegas because they're going to be here soon. The Chiefs, the Broncos, we all understand that those rivalries are going to stay normally the same because there is a big Bronco fan base in Las Vegas. There was for a long time before the Raiders showed up. And Kansas City Chiefs, there are a couple of Chiefs fans out here. And the Chiefs are kind of... uh, In the United States, they're kind of everywhere at this point. So you have those, the Steelers, the Texans, they have been there for a while. The Patriots are only really a rivalry if you know about the tuck rule and you still have some vent-up emotion about that. But what I understand is that There has to be a new rivalry that comes from the Raiders going to Vegas. But I'm trying to figure out who could be that new team that when they move to Vegas, that they would be able to go against on a consistent basis. Now, since Vegas is is in the entertainment capital of the world, and there is a team that likes to quote themselves – as America's team, I want to I want to say this real quick. I know that they're in different conferences. However, the Raiders and the Cowboys actually do have some history with one another. They had to face each other a couple of times in some very important series back in the day. And you also have to understand that Jerry Jones is actually one of the main contributors to why the Raiders came to Vegas in the first place. His connection with the NFL, them trying to get them from Oakland to Vegas, there's that analogy. And also, wouldn't it be great for the NFL marketing to have the Vegas Raiders and the Dallas Cowboys, two of the biggest markets in terms of of, uh, popularity, having a rivalry In the NFL. Now, obviously, this would have to factor in a couple of things, like both being successful at the same time. But I think that could be done. I like it. No, I I do like it, especially in a uh, a play style type of thing. Vegas Mike brings up on Amp TV because he joined the conversation at AAMP.TV. He says Raiders and Steelers and maybe the Bears are the last of the tough and rough teams. So my point is... 
why not match the Raiders up with a team with their same play style of being bruisers and being through there? And, of course, you can't forget the purple in there, Vegas Mike. I think, arguably, the Ravens are still a rough and tough team. The Ravens are a tough team. They are that rough and gritty. And I like how you bring up the Bears because that Khalil Mack trade could eventually get brought up in future discussions with the Raiders and the Bears, depending on who wins it when it is eventually all said and done. So with Vegas, because I feel like the NFL is going to capitalize on it being Vegas. Obviously, with the marketing side of it, they are going to exploit it to its full potential. With Oakland, yes, you had the history side of it, but you couldn't really market that it was Oakland, right? How many people are really going to sit there and go, Oakland, that is great. You know what? I want to watch Oakland. No, you watch the Raiders. You watch the Athletics. You really didn't watch Oakland. But with Vegas, and I've seen this with the Golden Knights, there are people who are intrigued because it is Vegas, because you have the entertainment capital of the world on your TV screen. No, absolutely. I I 100% agree with that because what they're going to eventually do, just like every other team's got a great slogan and everything like that, I think uh, the Raiders are probably going to have that, like the greatest show on the grinder type of thing. Right. I I think the Raiders are – and that's just marketing aside, but I think the the play style needs to match up with a good – but with with a good rivalry. So let's look at the longest rivalry, the Bears and Green Bay. That rivalry right there is because they are they're really two teams that have the play style to go against each other. They have the offense matching the defense for the most part. And right. I think and they have the, the history too. Exactly. And I think sitting with the Raiders, you need another rough and tumble type of team. You need them to make this a brawl match. You need this to be uh, uh, to be uh, fisticuffs. You know what I mean? This this needs to be a rivalry with the Raiders and be a bruiser type of rivalry because if it's just scoring back and forth, like if it was let's say Green Bay and um, and Louisiana, if it was just back and forth then what kind of rivalry are you really getting? You need something that's a bruiser that's going to come right off the bat. Well, if you're talking about the bruiser, the rough and gritty, the Raiders and the Steelers rivalry could continue as that because they are both classified as those teams. But with Vegas, they need something new. They're the entertainment capital of the world. And we're here on the sports thing, and we're going to go to break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Magic. 97.9. 
Las Vegas public radio station KIOF 97.9 FM is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The Sports Angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello. T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide Cause you know just what to say And you know just what to do Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show. Listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOF LP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff. On the next Seems Like Old Times, our countdown year will also be our showcase feature. And we're heading back to the middle of November 1948. So as always, we'll have the top 10 countdown, but lots of other records that made up the soundtrack of November of 48. So come on by and join us as we listen to the memories on the next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. Business Trust Company. Welcome back to KILF 97.9, Las Vegas Public Radio. You're listening to The Sports Angle with Rocco Kelly. And here's your host of The Sports Angle and thesportsangle.com, Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Look, let's continue with the Raiders because I understand the past rivalries, and I'm not discrediting the past rivalries. There's someone who brought that to my attention. It seems like I'm trying to get rid of the past and get some new rivalries. I'm not saying that at all. You keep the past, but you need to add a future rivalry 
to keep it fresh, you know, to keep it a little bit not outdated, okay? Every single team in the NFL, NHL, NBA, MLB, no matter what sport you watch, there is at least a new rivalry that gets created every couple of years. We all see it. What I'm wanting to focus on is that when a new team goes from one city to the next, you normally tend to try to establish a new rivalry, a fresh new style that you could advertise, that you can market the living crap out of. And since we're in the entertainment capital of the world, which will soon be the sports entertainment capital of the world, with all the expansion that Vegas has had, you need to understand that for marketing aspect, you need to have a new rivalry for the Vegas Raiders. And I just wanted to pinpoint who I thought it could be and the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, going up against the entertainment capital of the world would have made the most sense from a marketing side. Well, of course, it's black versus white. You know what I mean? It's, it's practically a chess match. Right, exactly. It, it's basically like opposite sides of Battleship, essentially. <laughs> you know, you got... <laughs> That's it. Well, that's that's the first thing you need to go for. Is so, what makes a good rivalry? Let's let's at least start with that. A good rivalry has got some history. Well, I guess we got to kind of scratch that because we're trying to make a new rivalry. Um, a right. new rivalry has some smack talk. Uh, it is easy to talk smack about both Raiders and Dallas. I think right now they're both in the same kind of caliber of play style. And also position, for the most part. I mean, they're they're both trying to rebuild their team. They both had some stumbles here and there this season. So I, I think they're pretty evenly matched in skill level. So now, and, and of course, the next thing is are are the uh, uh, are the jerseys opposites. I mean, right there, right. we've we've essentially made a good rivalry, and rivalries aren't written in stone either. They all they take is someone stealing someone else's pig, like the Hatfields and McCoys. Right, because right, there's four types of rivalries in sports. There are the historical rivalries that have lasted for generations, and they're going to still be existing even when we're gone. Okay, so you got that one. You have the geographic rivalries, where they might not be as heated and as well known, but geographically they're close enough that you can call it a rivalry. You have the heated rivalries where in the moment there were two players that hate each other or there's a situation where you have two players who are so similar to each other that it becomes a rivalry. That's what the Colts and the Patriots were during the Tom Brady and Peyton Manning era. All right, You had two of the best quarterbacks and that became a rivalry. And then the fourth and final rivalry that in, that develops in any sport is what I like to call the marketing rivalry, where you have the big cities and the sports that are trying to establish these rivalries pick the two big markets and they try to market the living, you know what, out of this rivalry. They try to milk it for all they can. And that's the fourth one I'm trying to focus on because the history 
the Raiders and the Steelers, they have the history one right off the bat. From the geographic side, it was the Raiders and the Chargers. And I guess you would say the Raiders and 49ers if they were in the same conference. The in-the-moment rivalry for the Raiders would be the Texans. That would actually be that type of rivalry because of the back and forth the Texans and Raiders have had. And with Deshaun Watson getting kicked in the eye in their recent matchup with the Texans and the Raiders, that will add a little bit to it. So I'm just looking for the marketing rivalry. And the two big cities that could contribute to it would be Dallas and the America team versus the Vegas Raiders. You got the show business and everything that establishes Vegas. Absolutely. We are trying to not necessarily rewrite history. I think what you and I are trying to accomplish is we want to see a good game. We want to see a game where they give it all. What I'm tired of is this year with the Raiders kind of going, yeah, well, we'll be in a new city next year, kind of half-assing today. You know what I mean? Well, you could tell mentally that they are so far checked out of Oakland. Like, they do not care about the Coliseum. They're not really focused on the fans of Oakland. And if you have seen Mark Davis at any of the Raiders games this year, you can clearly tell that he is just like, I want to be anywhere else at this point. No, you can absolutely see it right there. And and that's the thing, too, is what having a good rivalry will boost them when they come into this next uh, next year. It will give them something to look forward to. It. The other thing is the rivalries are what's going to help the Raiders stay grounded. They're going to get so full of themselves with being in a new place, the city of lights, everything that comes across here. What they're going to see is that, that they're going to get their heads so full and so big that it's going to be the rivalries and the teams that they're up against to bring them back down to earth. See, Vegas, Mike, you said the Aztecs, the Mexico City Aztecs. Well, which team is going to relocate to Mexico City? Well, Jeff Bezos, who's been rumored to buy an NFL team for a while, is he going to buy the Jacksonville Jaguars and relocate them to Mexico City? Because I don't really know how Mexico City will happen. More importantly, you're talking about the hockey mentality should get brought back to the NFL. I want you to elaborate more on that, on the hockey mentality. Are you talking about the aggressiveness? Are you talking about the play style where all they want to do is knock each other out? They have the physical, tough, and gritty mentality. Because with the concussions and all of the lawsuits the NFL has had to deal with, I don't think the NFL will ever go back to that physical, tough play style as it was back in the day. I don't see it. Yeah, well, I mean, just to sidebar our conversation for it, I think the the NFL is no longer ground and pound, like you said. Everybody wants to see the big plays. The, The game has moved from a game of inches to a game of yards. You no longer need to to get that first down. That's not what people are shooting for anymore. The only reason that you would ever play to just get the first down is to just set up the bomb. The only reason you play the short game anymore is just to set up the bomb. You bring the defensive 
uh, line in closer, and then you you let a, a wide out just burn people out of nowhere. That's really the only reason. So no one does a game of inches and a ground and pound game all the way through anymore. What they want to do is they want to get in the backfield. They want to run it. Or they, if they are a run-heavy team, all they want to do is uh, make it to where uh, he breaks out. No one wants the, I'm going to spend the next 15 minutes burning down the clock and burning down the yards to make my six points. Well, nobody wants to get hit anymore. That's the biggest problem. If you're watching a lot of these running backs, they don't go for the Indian middle careers. that much anymore. Absolutely. Las Vegas' number one all-public radio. Magic. Magic. 97.9. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The sports angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Great tailoring and alterations are hard to find these days. Far Ample, a new tailoring and alterations shop in Henderson, Nevada can help you with all your needs. Their website is www.fire-ample.com. You may contact Shirley at 702-867-1088 for more information. Hello, is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile, a call or click away, keeps you in play, night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide Cause you know just what to say And you know just what to do The following magic music mix is sponsored by Gary Grotke Certified Public Accountant CPA With quality back office Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. (sighs) The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. 